Um, we've set up a special, special final base camp for you um, to be, as I said a minute ago, like a greatest hits. Um, and we're going to rapid fire. I don't want you to feel like it's going to be a fire hydrant coming at you, but it's really to polish up some key skills that we know are so important to you change in the world and to help some people. I, I, I know for a fact there are people waking up right now on this Saturday morning that are discouraged. They don't know where to turn. Uh, they're frustrated. They feel like not just giving up, but maybe this is just the way I meant to be. And we hold the keys in our hands. And for the next 58 minutes, I've asked about seven different people to share for five minutes each key top highlight around a certain topic. So you're going to want to have a pad of paper. I also am going to encourage you to take a second if you're, if you're on Facebook to turn off the other notifications. If you're not on Facebook, I'm going to challenge you to stay that way. Take this in for, for the next 57 minutes for you and uh, watch what takes place as we head and we surge out of this base camp. And literally over the next six weeks, I think we not just in the, in the, in the, in the scheme of things of climbing the summit, but really we, um, we make a big impact in a lot of other people's lives. So Dan, should we get this party started? Let's do it, man. Who, who, who are we bringing up first? Let's roll right into it. We got, we got a lot of great stuff to get to. Hey, let's do it. Well, why don't we, why don't we uh, send it over to the, I was going to say the godfather. How about the godmother? <laughs> that the have godmother of, of system. It doesn't have quite the, the ring of godfather. <laughs> That's like no, it godmother. <laughs> you know what? This lady doesn't need no introduction. Becca, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thanks, guys. <clears throat> that is, uh, yeah, doesn't quite have the same connotation as what I'm hoping. Real feminine. But um, hey, everybody, good morning. In the couple minutes I have, I thought of many different ways to title this. It doesn't need a title. But uh, Dan kind of set me up perfectly, coaching into momentum. We want you to go out and continue to acquire and support lots and lots of clients, right? That's how we further the mission. But I know what happens to some of us, potentially, because it's happened to me before, is we sometimes don't know what to do with those clients that are out there kind of dangling, right? And Carissa's going to talk after me about how to integrate them into our full offer and really make sure that we're coaching them well. But I want to speak for just a couple of minutes about some of the keys to creating that stickiness and that tethering with your clients and what to do when they're not following plan perfectly. Hopefully this topic excites you because it's going to happen. And it's really challenging for coaches who did their own plan really well. Are there any type A's out there who are like, I checked every box, I followed everything, and so when I coach a client who doesn't do this, I'm stuck or I'm annoyed or I'm frustrated. And we sometimes get... Um, confused in our mind about how to communicate with someone like that because we want to be autonomy supportive and we cannot boss our clients around. We don't want them to look at us and say, well, I work for you and my program is by you and therefore I report to you and because that it changes dynamics and they feel ashamed. But coaches can be very nurturing and so on the other side, you know me, I always like to do like, you know, a little too much, a little too little and go in the middle. On the other side, I think often as coaches, we don't do our job, we don't earn our paycheck, and we often let people off the hook too easily. So the first thing I wanna ask you is, are you coaching into a strong fat burn? And that is a skill set because many times if they are following plan, of course they're in a fat burn. But what happens when they're not following plan? How do you know? Because they don't feel great. 
I can tell you I've coached over 1,100 clients, probably more than that, but roughly over 1,000 clients in eight and a half years. And I'm positive every client I've ever coached who has followed plan has eventually gotten into fat burn. Mostly it takes four days. Sometimes it takes a week or two, but they always get there if they follow the science. And many times when I have clients who are struggling, I remind them if they are in and out of fat burn, if they are five and one ishing it, they are trying to do it with willpower and that will not work. They need to go to habits and they need to go to the science. And so our job as coaches when they're struggling is to lean in and say, what do you really want? Do you want to do this journey in a way where you can see yourself change week by week, month by month, year by year? Or do you want to do something where you're getting these mixed results and it doesn't feel good all the time? Because every time they step in and out of fat burn, they're battling willpower. And this program is not designed for that. And the one of the ways I can tell besides how they're feeling and the results they're getting is also by their orders. And so I just want to teach you from a business standpoint, if you're looking at their average premier order and their average premier order doesn't indicate that they have 22 boxes of essential fuelings every month, that's an indication that they're probably not on plan. And sometimes as coaches, we're not sure how to take care of that business with them because I would never say from the perspective of, hey, your order looks a little small, what's going on? But it's also not professional as a coach if you let that go without a conversation. So I just want to encourage you as you're inspecting what you expect with your clients, if they want to be on full plan, if they're telling you they're on full plan, then as you look over their orders and you notice as they're um, reminders are coming through that maybe when they've updated their order, they don't have quite enough. I would always have that conversation if I have relationship on that next call to say something like, Hey, I know that you're on full plan. We're working towards some important goals. It looks like you don't have quite enough fuelings. What is your plan for that? See, I'm not giving them an indictment. Like you need to have an order that's over $400, but I'm also not going, huh, that's interesting and letting it go. Some clients don't know. Some clients are stretching it out. Some clients aren't going to admit that they haven't been on full plan. And so our job is to awaken them by asking those questions. Um, I also want to ask them specific questions if they're five and one issuing it, like, what are you willing to do? Would you be willing to journal this week about everything that crosses your lips? Would you be willing to be accountable with your water? Would you be willing to go to bed on time? See, we can't make them do those things, but we can absolutely hold them accountable in a way that creates ownership so that long-term they'll do it after we're not there. I know Dan has shared that he tries to be the simplest health coach ever so people feel like they can do it. But at the same time, we don't want to be so hands-off that we're not willing to lean in when someone needs a little more love and a little more affirmation and say, I know you can do this. I've coached so many people. We're really good at what we do and our program really delivers. But what are you willing to do to get there? Because the more you, you do it the hard way, the more you don't feel like doing it. And then obviously encouraging them to get into the rest of the components, which Carissa will talk about. So um, that was just a couple quick minutes, but I, can I encourage you to coach them to that strong fat burn, inspect what you expect from them. And when they are not uh, keeping commitments to themselves, are you willing to lean in and ask some hard questions to come alongside them? Thanks guys. Amazing Becca, as always. And so, so Doug and I had a conversation before today and we must resist before the zoom today, this training, we must resist a lot of commentary in between. So I have like 40 things I could say about all that. I'm just going to say this just to put a little, uh, a little uh, cherry on top. Everything she said is right on 100% dead on apply it in your business daily. Thank you for that, Becca. Absolutely amazing. Next up also needs no introduction. 
please welcome the one, the only, godmother, Carissa Lara. Well, good morning. Um, I love what she said, are you willing? And, and I wanna ask you the question, are you willing to get your clients integrated? Um, that integration piece of your business is huge um, because we know integrated clients become integrative coaches. And I've seen it over the last five years over and over. And it's not their job to get integrated, it's actually my job to get them integrated. And that integration starts on when they say yes. When they say yes, let's do this, I am ready for a new journey. And so what does that look like? It looks like getting them excited about your client support page. We all have different pages, but it's getting them excited and welcoming in there. Let them know that, boy, this is the place to be. This is where everybody is cheering each other on, and I want you to succeed, and I want you to meet some of my greatest friends. So it starts when they say yes. Client integration, the definition actually is like um, incorporating or blending. We want to take their journey of life, and we want to blend it right into Octavia. We don't want it to be weird. We don't want it to be awkward. Um, but then it helps them change their mindset to where, boy, I'm not just doing another diet here. I'm actually taking my journey and I'm blending it right into Octavia. And it makes the process so much smoother if you make it and present it and posture it that way. Remember, we're posturing this program. All they know about Octavia is you. If you are excited about integrating your life with Optavia, then they're going to be excited. If your life is not integrated right now with Optavia, they're more likely not going to be integrated themselves. Integration starts, like Becca said, on in Fapper. Are you doing a great job getting them into Fapper? That first week of program is so important because it's really going to set the pace of their whole entire journey. So are you integrating them? Are you taking them through, not just through um, day one through four, but are you actually talking to them? Are you walking through the process with them? Are, on, on day seven, are you getting back on the phone with them, celebrating them, letting them meet your mentorship team so they know, wow, it's not just you here. No, I actually have a whole family. I cannot wait for you to meet. Would you hop on a Zoom with me, face-to-face -face meeting, and I'm, gonna, I'm excited for you to meet my coach. That's an amazing way to get them integrated because my coaches are gonna say a lot that maybe I said, but they're gonna hear it in a whole different way. Wednesday nights, are you excited about Wednesday nights? Are you excited about the Habits of Health call? Because if you're not excited, they're not excited. Are you showing up on the Wednesday night call? Because I know if I don't show up, how can I expect my clients to show up? So what I've done for years now, and I will continue doing because I've seen it work so well, is actually about an hour before the call on Wednesday night, I send out whether, it just depends how many clients you have, whether you can call each one of them right now, or you send out a quick voice text or a video and say, hey, you know what? The Habits of Health call, element six, is actually starting in about one hour. 
Would you meet me there? I am so excited. This is such a big key to your journey is our Wednesday night. It's not only going to change your health, but it's going to change your mindset and it's going to change ultimately your future. So I would encourage you, get them on those Wednesday night calls. And most importantly, you be on those Wednesday night habits of health call too. And last thing I want to say is when a client is ghosting you and you're like, boy, I thought I did everything right with integration. What is going on? Can I encourage you? They just might need a friend right now. They might just be going through a lot of life and they really don't need your water tip right now. They just need a little love. They need a little support. They need to know whatever they're going through, you're, you're gonna be there for them. You're not, gonna, you're not so worried about their health journey right now. You're actually worried about their mind journey and their whole being, because that's what we are. Octavia, we worry about the total life transformation. Dad, thanks so much for having me. Well, powerful stuff as always, Carissa. Um, I, I do call you the queen of integrating a yeah. client. I mean, you take someone who's on a walkabout, and I've seen you take someone from who is just five and wanting or ghosting, and next thing you know, a couple weeks later, they're on a Habits of Health call, and you're setting up a meet and greet with me. I'm like, wait, what? How did this happen? And you really understand. You look at your map, and you're like, who? Who is in what area of the map? Who's in integration? Who's on a walkabout? Who, you know, where are people at? And that's a key skill set because how can we, you know, as we transition the call to desiring for more, Tia, we've always talked, how can we have a desire for more if we're not being faithful with what we've been given? That's right. And, and we got to support them well. So thank you, Becca. Thank you, Carissa. You know, this next speaker, a lot of you guys have heard her. A lot of you haven't, but I've been following her in her team page uh, this last month. And this gal is, um, and her team are having some revolutionary breakthroughs mm. in their social media. And um, I wanted her to come on and talk about a few key things about making your social media count and important. And this isn't a deep social media training, uh, but I wanted her, I wanted Krista to share some breakthroughs that are taking place by a few tweaks that she's making and her team are making to social media. So with that said, Global Director Krista Delgado. Hey, Krista. Hey, good morning. Yeah, I am so excited to share this because um, like Doug said, he did hop on while I was going live and offering some extra points yesterday and it just fired me up to see it. So again, thank you for giving me this opportunity to share with so many of you. Um, Y'all, social media is so important. And just like Carissa said, the biggest part about social media is showing your integrated life, right? And so if you are not showing out there on social media how you are living this new healthy lifestyle you've created, how are you going to tell other people, right? You can do it face-to-face and one-on-one and that's great, but I always say use social media as an accelerator. Okay, so I want to give you a couple of things that we've done in our team. Uh, We did this last year and, you know, we've been hearing three by three by three, right? It's on our map. It's a great way to get you started and kind of track how you use social media. It's three posts a day, three conversations a day, and three new friends a day. But what I was noticing in our team, not just brand new coaches, but coaches that have been around two, three, four years, they still weren't posting. And I'm like, what's the miss here? They don't know what to post. Okay, so I want to share with you guys some things of how I used it last year and then some things that I'm kind of tweaking this year. And what it is, is empowering you guys on giving you topics on how to make these posts. Now, 
The one thing I say is, yes, recipes, inspirational quotes, and those amazing transformation pictures, those are great to share. But you guys, you are making a big mess if you're not posting your life. People are your friends on Facebook. People want to see what you have done. People want to see what you are doing and how you are integrating this amazing, new, attractive life you're living, right? It's not about being dressed to the nine, okay? It's about your fun life, right? And it can be even those days that you struggle. you got to share that too. You have to be real. And this is where I'm helping stretch our team and grow a little bit. I'm giving daily prompts at 6 a.m. East Coast, right? Every morning we have a daily post pop up where I'm giving them the topic of the day. Okay, they have a topic of the day. And again, it's not a recipe and inspiration or a transformation. It is about something to grow them to stretch them and to share just a bit more about their personal journey, or how they today is Saturday self care. So I started mine off this morning with a cup of coffee, my book, I'm reading boundaries, overlooking my pool, the beautiful trees, you know what it's blowing up. I even asked, what book are you reading? So people are not just talking about self-care. They're also commenting on what books they're reading. And then, you guys, that's the part two. Stay in conversation of your post. That's key. All right, so I'm going to give you some of my, my five tips here. Some you may have heard. Some I hope to sharpen your skill set. And then I'm going to leave you with a big bang that I know Doug wants me to share that he loved. All right, number one, consistency, right? You guys have heard it. It's three posts a day. But here's my tip. Make sure you are allowing two, three, or four hours before each post. If you guys change your profile picture, change your uh, what the one at the top, that uh, top picture, I can't think of the name of it right now, you do that back to back, neither one of them might be seen. If you make a post and then change your profile picture, your profile picture may just wipe out what you just posted that was so amazing to share. So please make sure you watch how you're posting and the time you're posting, two, three, or four hours between each one. And what that does is allow um, the Facebook algorithm to grab it and be seen. If you do not allow Facebook to see it and find it and others to see it, they may never see it. They're not seeing all your posts either, you guys. So do not think three times a day is overwhelming them, okay? The next thing, friends, we're saying at least three friends a day, right? This is using it to accelerate your business. I want you guys to get it out of your head, break through the fear on this. These are not your besties. These don't have to be your best friends. These can be connections. I cannot tell you how many times you just make a connection on Facebook. So start being brave, being bold. It's a connection. You never know. That could be your next global director you just connected with. All right? That business leader in the town you live in or back home, okay? We're a military family. We have friends all over the country. Connect with people and then go find the friends of friends and connect. Don't make it weird. Don't let it scare you. It's just a connection. If they unfriend you, maybe it wasn't meant to be. All right. So that's one thing I want to remind you about that. Now, conversations, that's the other part of it, right? Again, don't be weird. But here's how you do it. You do not go in and say, hey, I'm a health coach. Anything I can help you with today? Or, um, hey, uh, do you know anybody that could use health? I'm really trying to, you know, get people. Guess what? We're not getting people. We're sharing. We're offering health and hope. And you do that by your daily post. You make conversations through that Facebook Messenger. And the key part is go check out their page first. 
See what's going on in their life. Did they just have a new baby? Did they go on an amazing vacation and you were liking those posts, right? Ask them about it. See what's going on in their life. Start the conversation. Another tip, this is one you may not know, so write it down and y'all got to figure it out because I'm running out of time, but settings. Go to your profile and go to your settings. Do not let people tag you or, God forbid, post on your page. I see some amens going on. <laughs> Here's the reason why. And this is why I started years ago, clients would tag me or post recipes that were not program approved going, Krista, is this a program approved recipe? Or check out this funny cat video. I don't want cat videos and other recipes on my page. I want what I have to share on my page. But it gives you the opportunity to allow yourself to let those things be posted. You make the choice if it goes on your page or not. So it's in your settings in your profile. Next, five in one year post. This is where for every five posts, do a recipe. For every five posts, do a transformation picture. Every five posts, make sure you know you do one of those inspirational ones, but continue to share your life. This is where you're authentic, you're sharing the fun. Go Facebook Live, Facebook loves lives. Facebook loves lives, they're gonna show your lives way more than anything else. I know it's something I'm still working to get back to myself. Make it attractive. And here's my biggest tip of all, are you guys ready? If you have a Facebook post and people are loving it, okay? People are loving this one. They are commenting. You go and comment. If people are um, giving their opinions, their suggestions, their advice, you go comment again. Stay in conversation in the comments. Now, don't go into a long story, but stay in conversation. That's what this is about, social media. Be social, right? But the biggest thing is if one post is running, if one post is gaining attraction, if one post is being loved, let it continue to be loved. And I say, let that post ride. Let that post ride. And you don't have to post anymore the rest of the day because you know what? More and more people are going to keep commenting and then you're going to really know who is truly watching your page. So I hope you guys enjoyed these tips. I hope I gave you some new things and I hope I got you fired up to revamp your social media and get out there and share health and hope and be you. Awesome, Krista. Love that. Thank you. Great knowledge. I see the chat. Just yep, yep. We all love our talk of social media. I love how you said if you want a five-in-one, your post. But I'm going to say if you want a five-in-one, your goal, uh, I can just tell right now that most of you, um, there's not enough evidence to convict you of being a health coach on your Facebook page. Yep. Many of you are. Many of you. Um, I did a, 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 a live yesterday or a story on Instagram about, you know, I'm annoyed when people take pictures at the gym when they haven't been to the gym in three months. Like, I'm at the gym today. You can't talk and do anything until you've done it for 17 days in a row. That's when people actually start taking you seriously. That's when consistency is starting to happen. And so, um, yeah, so much, so much truth there. Hey, I want to turn, I want to talk about the soft skills of our health assessments because really we want to continue to improve our health assessments. So Tia, when you get on, you, you've signed up nine clients this, no, since the end of last month. So a couple last month at the end and then like seven in September. So you're doing a lot of health of assessments right now. What are you doing when you first get on a conversation with somebody? Like what is the first two to three minutes to four minutes like? You're stepping into their world, right? Um, you've gotten them to that place where they want to have a connection with you. You've moved this conversation to the phone. You've moved this conversation to a zoom and make it about them. Like get to know them, reconnect. 
I mean, we're all connected on social. Most of the people we're getting on the phone with. So are you prepared before you even get on the phone with them? Have you looked at their social media? Do you kind of have a good gauge of where they're at in their life? I make sure that I'm asking about their kids. Like what, what's going on in their life right now? Oh my goodness, I saw you were on that vacation this summer. What was your favorite thing about that? Just small talk and really break down the walls. That's going to help you be able to dive in when you do go into the health assessment with them and you do begin to ask these awakening questions that you've already kind of broke the ice and you really, you're interested in them. Right. You're interested right. in what's going on in their life. And that's the soft skills where I think a lot of times we can get on and we start jabbering about our life, but like let's step into their world. And that's what we get to become pros as coaches is really stepping into their world and, um, and seeing how we can come alongside them. Yeah. And, and you've been doing a great job at this, but my friends, I want to encourage you as you're in these conversations, um, ask a lot of questions, ask them open-ended questions, follow the health assessment, but it's okay if they take the conversation away from the health assessment. If it's a pro if you ask the question properly, by the question you ask is gonna guide the conversation. So if they're onto something, if you ask a question and they're like getting serious and they're telling you something, just say, tell me more about that. Ooh, wow, tell me more. Really, when was the last time you were at that size? Was there something in your life that didn't keep you there? You see how if you're listening with the intent to understand and take, take this away from this little session right here, do your health assessment with the intent to understand and listen versus to get to the punchline where you get to share about the four components. Some of you all are really amped up and you are like locked in, buckle up this. I'm about ready to unload on these people. I've got through my questions. Slow this thing down. You have no agenda. Your agenda is to understand their goals, which is why you couldn't answer their cost question through text. You couldn't answer it through Facebook, right? You simply slowed down and stepped into their world. And when they, you start asking these questions and it feels funny at first, make a funny joke and say, I know it sounds like I'm playing 20 questions with you, but I need to understand what your goals are and where you're at to even see to make sure I've earned the right to even see if this program is the right fit for you. Got a couple more questions for you. Slow this process down. Let it take its natural course while you're guiding it to, and then here's what I say, you know, based on the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes, whatever it's been, I feel like I have a good understanding of what you want. I just want to make sure this is what you're wanting. I repeat their why to them. Okay. And then I go into explaining the four components of my, always start with the habits of health or community as component one. Okay. All the way to the feelings as the last component. By that time, cost is not that big of a deal or as big of a deal because I've spent time understanding them. And what happens is when you ask questions, it builds trust. Mm -hmm. When you give answers and play the know-it-all, it builds, it feels like it's a sales transaction. So when you're asking these questions, they're building trust. And also if you can do your health assessments through Zoom or FaceTime or Facebook video messenger, you'll um, probably sign up two to, two to one clients just because eyes build trust. Let's really spend quality time building these health assessments, Dan. 
I'm just thinking while you're talking, man. Um, can you all believe we get to sit under this training? I'm, I'm, first of all, Krista, best, single best social media training in five minutes that I've ever heard. So much gold in that. And then, of course, Doug and Tia, the king and queen of soft skills. I'm sitting here listening to you, and I get, I get the honor of hearing a lot of these trainings and, and getting some mentorship from you guys. I'm reading a book right now called The 177 um, Secrets, Mental Toughness Secrets of the World Class. It's a long title. As I'm reading this, and each one, there's 177 of these little ones, these, these little uh, uh, habits, and I keep thinking, yep, that's Doug and Tia. Yep, that's Doug and Tia. That's I mean, it could, it could literally be a biography of you guys. And I wanted to take a second to do that because, guys, everything that you need to build your business, to, to get to that life that you want, that dream that you have, you are sitting in it right now. There is no other secret out there. There's not some tool or tactic or special software or that one post that's going to blow up your business. You are hearing it now. So I just wanted to take a second and encourage you, first of all, to thank Doug and Tia because it's, it just blows my mind that we get to sit under this. And I want to encourage you coming out of this, please make sure that you have some action steps that you, you can walk out. Don't just sit in this training put some action steps down that you can walk out of here and start applying to your business, not tomorrow, today, immediately after this training. So just a word of encouragement. Next up also needs no introduction. Uh, I'm just going to let her, let her uh, take it away. The queen, Tiffany Howard. Thank you. I didn't get called the godmother. I'm, I'm, I love it. No, thank you so much. This the is godmother, Tiffany Howard. <laughs> I love it. Uh, this has been amazing. And I love that leaders are learners and learners are leaders. And I've learned so much from this today, but I only have a few minutes. So I just want to share. Um, a lot of people know my jam is talking about the cost. Um, this is such a hot topic, especially amongst newer coaches. And so I really just want to touch on this today. And I really believe that this is one of the most important topics for you to get some clarity and really some understanding in your mind on. I want you to know what you believe about cost is what you project. You know, it, it amazes me sometimes we'll get newer coaches that come on and they'll say, oh, all my friends are broke. Do you know that that's your mindset? That is your mindset. And, he, and here's a prime example of this. Yesterday, I was working with a coach who's go, she's about to be integrated national. She's built a great business. And we were talking through her coaches and I was trying to give her some tips for each coach. And she had one coach and she said, she thinks the program's too expensive. She says all her friends are poor. And I said, well, what do you think? She said, well, the funny thing is we're in the same circles. We have the same friends. All of her friends are my friends, but yet she's almost an integrated national. Why? Because her mindset on cost is totally different. I ask you, how much value do you see in what we do, guys? Are you just selling a product? Because if you're just here to sell a product, you probably think it's expensive. Or do you understand that we transform lives? People spend money on what they value. Yesterday, I was so reminded of this as I sat next to a girl at a football game. She is one of my 
um, girls, friends, moms. We've built a bond. Her and her husband are now on program. Do you know that her husband, she told me that her husband, he's so overweight, he's never once attended a, a school function. And we've been in school together for two years. Everyone in the school thinks she's a single mom because her husband is so big, he won't be seen in public. She's worked at a job for 20 years and they have never met her husband. He will not leave his house other than to go to work. They go to, they went to Yellowstone National Park and why they high tea sat in the car. My, my little babies wanted to go to his house the other day to play with their friends and her, the daughter said, he won't let you come because he's so fat. She's six years old. He started our program and he's lost 36 pounds. He slept through the night. He's already come off blood pressure meds. He asked his wife, how, how good do you think I'm looking? My tummy doesn't touch the steering wheel anymore. Guys, we transform lives. Do you get what we do? Because if you do, cost won't be such an objection. It is only a hangup if you let it be. I want you to ask yourself, how valuable do you see what we do? Because you know what? I was poor. I'm the queen of talking about cost. I was on food stamps when I signed up for program. Food stamps. So I am so thankful my coach didn't prejudge me. She could have said, how many of you are holding up your friends from transformation because you think they can't afford it? What if my coach would have done that to me? Do you know why I signed up for program? Because I saw immense value in it. Because I had found my pay, my mom dead in the floor, and I did not want my children to find me dead in the floor. I valued my health. People put money where they see value. How many people you know can't afford the house they're living in, but they're walking around with the newest iPhone and they got cable, or their car is like a hundred thousand dollar car and their house costs twenty thousand? Why? People place money where they see value. So you have to get really good at awakening them. Now, is this an investment in their health or is it a cost? Are you getting good at getting down to their why? Guys, that is the number one skill set to, to learn as a coach. When I get on a health assessment, my biggest goal is I'm not here to just tell them about program. I want to get down to their why. Because if you can show them what it's going to be like when they're down 20, 50 pounds, I want at the end of the call be able to say back to them, oh my gosh, I can see it. I totally understand what you want. I know that when you're down 50 pounds, you'll have the confidence to be in public. You'll be able to, you know, wear that bathing suit that you want on the beach with your babies and be confident and be a confident mom. And you'll have a great self image. You'll be, I see it. You're off that blood pressure medicine now and you're enjoying life. And I'm painting a picture back to them. If they value health, cost won't be an objection. How many times have I gone on a new health assessment, doing a health assessment with new coaches and they're all confident, right? I'm listening to them and they're talking about program and then cost comes up now. Like, oh, well, and all of a sudden they're stumbling over their words, their, their tone totally changes and they are, um, they're just like, well, I mean, and they're trying to oversell it. Right. And they're like, I mean, I know I thought it was expensive, but what I found was, okay, like they're getting down in the weeds and they're not confident anymore. Guys, be bold in our offering. We transform lives. Do you understand that? And you know what? When you get to cost, 
First of all, if you have a lot of objections, one thing is you're probably focusing way too much on the food, way too much on the food. Guys, it's not about the food. We're, listen, if it was about the food, they go to Walmart and get the food. That is not what we do. We transform lives. We have a total transformation system. If you're getting cost objections, you're probably the number one thing you're doing is talking about the feelings. And they're like, oh yeah, and you get a health coach and you get community and you get to have to health. Like Doug and Tia just said, the very last thing we talk about is the food, but guys, they're just changing grocery stores. That's all they're doing. And I got to go because I forgot to set my timer and I know my time is almost up. But I want to say when you get to the cost of food, guys, literally break it down. You're trying to close the gap. This is one thing the amazing Corey Baker taught me early on in a training I watched of his. You're trying to close the gap. First of all, and I got the specifics because I know some of y'all are real specific people. I'm not a details girl, but the cost of the program, it's $2.68 a meal. That's when I get on there, I'm talking about cost. I'm asking them, how much are you spending? How much are you spending on food? Talk to me. What do you, what do you get for breakfast? What are you eating for lunch? What are you having for your snacks? What are you having for dinner? Because you know how many people, if you were to just say, oh yeah, yeah, it's $414 you know, a month, they're thinking that's on top of what they spend. But when you dig down to each individual thing and you can close the gap. So if they're having $6 for Starbucks and $8 for Chick-fil-A, that's, that's a coffee and a meal. And the program, you get five full meals for the same cost of that. So I'm digging in to how much is each thing you're spending. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, do you realize? I'm able to tell them at the end, do you realize you're going to save money on this program? You're going to lose weight, reach your goals, have the confidence, get off the meds, all the things. Results not typical, but they are, you know. But, and you're saving money. I mean, so guys, dig down, close the gap. And this is the last thing I'll say. Even if, even if they stay at home. And even if they're on a really tight budget, two things. One, if you awaken them and you paint that picture so clear, this is Rachel, she's pointing herself. I paint that picture so clear. You know, she went out and started cleaning houses to be able to afford the program because I showed her what life would be like down. And so they may not be able to sign up that day, but they will sign up eventually. If you love on them, follow up with them and close the gap. And even if it costs them $50 a month by the time you close the gap, even if it's $100 a month, you're asking them, is your life worth it? Are your precious babies worth it? And it is worth it. And if you've done a good job digging down their why, they'll see that and they'll sign up eventually. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Tiff. Uh, well, that was just outstanding. And guys, look at what passion does to you. People follow people. They don't follow a product. They don't follow a five in one. <laughs> they follow people and they follow the person who's going to be most passionate about it. Yeah. Um, just let that sink in for a minute. Sometimes when coach clients have options and they end up choosing somebody else um, of a coach because they know a few coaches, they follow consistency and yeah. who is living this thing unapologetically because people follow people and they say, who can lead me there? Thank you, Tiff, for leading so well and living it. And I want to transition to follow up and we're going to bring on someone else. Uh, some of you haven't met or heard from, but I'm going to call her the queen bee of follow up because uh, you know what? Us us dudes are kind of lacking, but you know what? We save the dudes for the end. Definitely not the best for last, but the dudes for last. Uh, but before I do, um, T and I were excited. This summer, we started our original hundreds list. T and I had an original hundreds list when we started coaching. Uh, well, we started coaching 10 years ago, but we made the decision to start coaching nine years ago. Yeah. We started our 100th client from our original hundreds list. All original 100 people are now clients or coaches. Um, that's just uh, consistency plus time and action. Yeah. 50 to 60 of them will start your first year. 
Um, a lot of them will come through follow-up. The other 40 will come through your consistency and living it out long-term and follow-up. Follow-up is not always, hey, you ready to do my program? However, most people will not start until you text them today saying, I'm still here for you, bro. I got your back when you're ready to crush this thing. I want Rachel Lopez to just share some mindsets of the importance of follow-up so maybe you can complete your hundreds list and help all hundred of them get healthy. Miss Rachel. Good morning, y'all. Such an honor and blessing to be able to be here with you guys. And um, I got all emotional when Tiffany was talking because I'm so passionate about follow-up because I came on through follow-up. So I think it's so important if you have a concept about it or you just don't know how to do it um, or you're unsure, can I just tell you I'm a product of that? And I want to kind of start with those that, you know, when you do the health assessment, that is the first time you get to build relationship, a little bit of relationship starts. And so with Tiffany, when she did a health assessment with me, I just wasn't exactly ready. And I actually have the timeline. I'm going to go through it really quickly and then I'm going to give you guys um, some things you can take away and go do some follow-up today. So in March of 2016 is when she met, I messaged her. It was three days later that I made a decision I wanted to do this. My son was sick in the hospital with uh, pneumonia in uh, April, and she messaged me just to check on him. So let me tell you, when you're following up with people, when you're building those relationships, it doesn't have to be like, are you ready to do my program yet? Because she just connected through Messenger, seeing how my life was playing out on Facebook, saying, hey, I see John Michael's in the hospital, Rachel. How is he? How are you doing? There was a connection and a relationship starting to build again. And then it was later in uh, May that she followed up again. I started in June, June of 2016, killed program for two weeks. My grandmother passed away unexpectedly. She was like a mama to me. I, I told her I cannot do this right now. Um, hello, food addict, right? Cannot do this. I wanted to eat my feelings. So nine months later, y'all, do you hear me? Nine months later is when I came on and, my, and Optavia rocked my world. So there's one, I wrote all this down. So I went line, one, two, three, four, five, six conversations in messenger and text messages with Tiffany before I was ready to actually be all in. And if I could sit here and read you those messages, which I don't have time, but this is what I want to tell you about them. She was loving on me through the most difficult time in my life. And when I was ready and when I was broken down in a mess, my world changed. Okay. So sometimes you think when you have a client that quits, oh, they just don't want to do this. But sometimes people are just so dang broken that you just need to love on them as God leads you to just be a friend. And there are sometimes I didn't even respond to Tiffany. So, hey, sometimes we get butt hurt, right? Because we're like, this person won't even say anything back to me. But I was just going through a very difficult season. Okay, just very, very difficult season. So we talk about Friday follow up, following up with people on Friday. I love the structure that that adds. Okay, so you can be intentional and be structured to follow up. But can I tell you, you can follow up any day of the week. You can follow up anytime, right? Because as you are building relationships with people, as you're doing these assessments, or maybe it's potentials that haven't even gotten on the assessment with you, you are just pouring into people in that messenger thread, sending voiceovers, text messages, depending on the relationship. And I know beyond a shadow of a doubt when people say they're not ready or either they haven't connected with me, it has nothing to do with me. They are going to be ready eventually because I was one of those. 
I was one of those. Thank God Tiffany didn't mark me off the list and say, forget it. She ain't never coming on. Da, 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 da. She just loved on me. So, you know, the biggest thing about follow-up is that you just do it and that you're not attached to the outcome. Just be a friend. And I wrote on here on my notes, be about the people. Be about the people. This ain't about me. It's about the gift that I hold in my hands, that each of you that are watching this hold in your hands to radically allow people to change their future and their legacy and their children's future. But so many of those people are going to come through follow-up. So if you are not following up, you are missing a slew of people, um, of giving this life away to them. So I encourage you to get in and do it and don't just wait. Like I've got my little Friday follow-up that I do, but don't wait for that. God puts people on my heart or I'll get on Facebook and I'm working my business and then I see things pop up in a newsfeed and I go check their life out and I have an opportunity to take two minutes and send a message to people. And be able to offer this gift. And you have the power to do that too. Um, so I just encourage you to do it. And thank you so much for letting me share, Doug. Um, and Tiffany, thank you for not giving up. For just continuing to love on me at a time that was so different. And I sit here this morning, literally, y'all. If I could show y'all, y'all would be like, oh, helper. With my house a wreck. Because I said yes to my program. Yes to coaching. And we are moving today into our dream home. That is what's taking place today. Could not and would not have happened if that blonde bombshell hadn't have continued to love on me and follow up with me. So thank you so much. It makes a difference, guys. Follow up with people. Wow, Rachel. Uh, I, I love it. I, 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 and there's so many stories like that. People that whose lives are absolutely impacted because a coach decided they were going to follow up. So when you don't follow up, like I, I – I'm in a mentorship thread with Rachel and Tiffany and I hear what's happening in their life and I hear them celebrating and her crying and all, I mean, just this massive, amazing things are happening because Tiffany stuck to her mission. She was real. She was authentic and she followed up. She wasn't. And, and I think one of the biggest things you said in that whole thing, Rachel was this and everybody, please listen to this. Don't be attached to the outcome. People can tell and what if you're trying to get them. But here's the deal. When you're attached to the outcome, you invite discouragement into your life. Every time something doesn't go the exact way that you hoped it would go. When you get a no on the health assessment, man, listen, the win is the health assessment. That's the win. That's it. Uh, somebody, we posted in base camp about if you have 100 health assessments in your future client binder that said no, that's the people that are going to have a massive 2020. That's it. That's the win. Don't be attached to it. Just build relationships. If you just, isn't this easy? I mean, I mean, really, it's, it's that simple. All right, I'll shut up. Okay. All right, let's move on. Next up, uh, Mike Morenz, the Godfather. What's up, brother? What is up? <laughs> oh my gosh, are you guys fired up? Like I am, all shaky and crazy inside. So those of you that are like that that get this way, that are excited after these trainings. I'm that way too. Yeah, let's go do this thing. And they'll just dive out the window like Forrest Gump it out the window and start running down the street. I'm a coach. I'm a guilty. I'm a coach. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's why I love the map so much. Good to talk about the map. So the map helps me kind of move forward in my life and it helps me stay on course and helps me stay on track. So 
I'm actually going to share a quick PowerPoint. Why in the heck do we have a map? I made this quote up all by myself. So go ahead and quote it and maybe it'll be a t-shirt someday, but road trips with no map make great movie scripts, but not great business plans. So think about it and you know, dude, where's my map? Where's my car? Like, where am I going in my life right now? Why am I here on planet earth? Well, your map will reveal that. The map is a working document. Terry Miller said this the first time I heard it, it blew my mind and I thought, oh, that makes sense. It's not this thing that I fill out on the beginning of the month and then this thing that I dust off at the end of the month like, oh, <laughs> look what happened. <laughs> Nothing like I thought it would. So guys, the map is powerful. The map can help you redirect your passion. So look at it this way. Look at the map as a tool, okay? So how many of you ever tried to unscrew something with a knife, like a, like a butter knife or your fingernail? Look at the map as a tool that's going to speed up the process and get you done quick by using the screwdriver to screw in or screw out the nail. We could have used a screwdriver yesterday, Doug, on the boat because the uh, bindings on the wakeboard stuff, were, they were loose. You know, we didn't have a screwdriver. So, man, at that moment, a screwdriver would have changed everything. You can use about anything else to make stuff happen. So guys, you can build this out of pure passion. And I think I've built part of this business that way. And Summer and I have, she's way better at structure than I am. And I think that you can do that, but you're going to get to a point. It's just going to get so messy. And so all over the place, all over the map that you will not have a clear direction and where you want to go. So look at this map, look at the white spaces on this map. If you've not used one, reach out to your support team and learn how to use the thing because the white space will tell you what to do. So you can wake up in the morning. Oh, good morning, map. What do I do today? Okay. So she's wanting to move forward to senior coach. Okay. There's a couple white spots there. Oh, okay. Oh, my activity tracker. Wow. I've not filled that out ever. You know, keep track of what you're doing. Keep track so you can focus this passion like a laser beam instead of unfocusing it like a big old spotlight or floodlight. Focus that thing. It takes a lot less passion and energy when it's focused to get a lot more done. So imagine all the passion and energy you're feeling right now from being on this amazing boot camp. My notepad's full. Thank you everybody so much. And honing that in to cut through. So there's really no pin the tail on the donkey going on here in Optavia with our businesses, even though many of us do that, I've done it too, where you kind of think, you know, oh, hey, look where we ended up this month. Yay, that was awesome. Sometimes it happens in a good way, and other times you're, you pin the tail somewhere else where you really shouldn't have. So when you can get accountable with your coach, turn that map in, Summer and I send it in. We send it in because, and we ask for it now, because they, just like Tiffany said, we dug down, why are you doing this? Why? And when people are passionate, Summer and I as well, were on food stamps a long time ago. And we sold our, uh, what do we sell, honey? Like a whole bunch, she's on the Zoom, a whole bunch of uh, equipment that was in our house to order our fuelings. And then we did a garage sale to order our coach kit like a couple days later because Doug and Tia helped awaken us on the inside. So you can become awakened and your coaches are going to awaken. But if they have no structure, it's just going to be an explosion. If they have no engine and structure and direction for that fuel to explode inside the engine, if you know how internal combustion engine, engines work, they are a ton of explosions over and over again that are in a controlled environment that propel you at 65 or, or 85 miles an hour down the road to get to where you want to go very quickly. 
very quickly. Use this thing. You guys use this thing. Use the map. So Summer and I had a huge goal last month with a lot of our coaches on our team. We were running. The map is going to help you set that goal. You've got a specific date that that goal is due by the end of the month. My desired outcome is to be this FQV, this many coaches on my team, this many things. And when you have those things all lined up, yeah, that creates some structural tension, doesn't it? And it creates a fire inside and a passion and no sleep till Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Like no sleep until you reach that goal. No sleep, man. We are going to get this goal. It really can help you when you see a goal on your map and the reality starts hitting of where you are. So you have the choice. And hey, again, this is all, you know, you can do what you want with this. You don't have to use a map, but you can. And the map is going to help give you clear direction. It's going to help direct your passion to that goal, to that desired place. So it's, hey, Siri, take me to global. Hey, Siri, take me to integrated presidential. And Siri, your map will take you there. So a ton of analogies, and I understand we have five minutes to share a ton of things that have changed our lives. But what Summer and I did, we ran with our coaches just last, last month at the end of the night, we just barely reached the goal with all of them together. There's about nine clients that needed to happen in one day throughout our organization. And they had it on their maps. They had the goal set. We were all running together. We, we were talking with Doug and Tia. We were bringing in our coaches and we were, and the only reason all that was able to happen because we had a clear direction of where we're going. Okay, so with that, I'll leave you with, take a deep breath. The beautiful thing is you can lay your head on your pillow at night, knowing where you want to go the next day, what your action steps are. In fact, you mark, you mark them off on your activity tracker. You marked off what you had done that day. Okay, I will rinse and repeat the day, and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to use this tool, this screwdriver, to open up my new world. And bam, look at that. There goes my timer. I thought it was muted. I thought it was just going to buzz. But that's what I've got, folks. I encourage you, take the thing, use the tool, be accountable with your coach, and, uh, you know, we'll see you at your next goal. Mike, so good, man. Uh, and I, I just want to encourage everybody. See, I love the way you guys ended last month, Mike, because I see so many people, and put a one in the chat if you've ever done this, who they're afraid to set a goal that seems just out of reach because they don't want to be disappointed, disappointed or discouraged. Have you ever done that? Lower, I get maps that come in. I look at that. I'm like, really? And I'm not saying I'm judging. I just know that the person doesn't want to not hit their goal. Can I tell you something? Actually that, that promise or that possibility of discouragement or disappointment is actually what helps drive you to do the action to reach the goal. So when you back that off, you're actually robbing a part of what's gonna help you get there. So I would encourage you, you know, Summer and Mike had a big goal and they, had, they knew they were doing the work up to the last minute. And I'll tell you what, even if they didn't hit the goal, their business would be much for, further ahead than if they put a lower goal. So I'd encourage you guys, don't be afraid to dream it up. Don't be afraid to hope it up. And I don't mean like pipe dreams where you're like right now a senior coach and you want to be integrated presidential by the end of this month. You know, talk with your mentorship team about what's possible. 
but go for that goal that's just out of reach where you know you're going to have to give everything you got this month to get there. So thank you, Mike. Awesome, awesome. All the analogies. Love it. I'm just going to say one thing real quick about uh, sponsoring. Um, sponsoring is a key part of this business if you want to create financial freedom. And I was going to spend some time talking about um, – my cat is jumping up here. I was going to spend some time talking about what an amazing gift this is. And when you really believe in that gift, then you will – give it away. You won't be able to help but to give it away. However, Tiffany and Rachel and a bunch of other people already talked about that today. So I'm going to let that go. And I'm just going to say this one thing. Okay. I want you to hear this. You cannot build a business, a big business, the kind of business you want with only the low hanging fruit. Okay. You cannot. The low hanging fruit are the people who come to you and say, okay, I'm ready to coach. Or the people who, when you first bring up coaching, if you get up enough guts to do that, the people who say, oh yeah, I'm interested. Our entire business, and I see Tiffany, and I see everybody, all the panelists shaking their head, our entire business was built on the people who said no at first to coaching. And that's the higher hanging fruit. And here's the thing about the high hanging fruit, and I've got a bunch of fruit trees out here on our property. And it's, it's funny, about halfway through the season, the, the trees all bare around the bottom where we can reach, and there's all kinds of fruit up top because we've just been grabbing all the low-hanging fruit. Well, if we want to get any more fruit, and I, I wish the fruit at the top of the tree tasted a little better than the bottom because that'd be a great analogy, but I don't think it does. It's just fruit. All right. You never know how it's going to taste. But if we want to get more fruit, if we want to get to the top of that tree, you know what? It's going to take some work. It's going to take more effort than the low-hanging fruit. It's going to take going and grabbing a ladder. It's, you know what else is going to happen? You're going to, there's thorns in those, in those lemon trees and orange trees. You're going to get scrapes on your arms. You're going, to get, you're going to get cut on your hand. You're going to get hurt. You're going to experience some pain. You're going to experience, you know, if you get up high enough, some fear exact same thing with this business yes you can just grab the low-hanging fruit if you're not at, not at least doing that do that this is an amazing gift and you have no right to keep it from the people that you love you have no right to do that that is not fair and there's something inside of you that's telling you that the the only reason maybe you might not do it and I want to ask you an honest question here for a second can we be can we be super real for a second okay honest question Sometimes I see people not sponsoring because they don't really believe it's a gift because they're not having any fun because they're not making the kind of money that they thought they were going to make. Are you in that boat? Because if you're not having fun and you're not enjoying this and passionate about it, first of all, you're in the wrong business. But second of all, you will never, ever, ever, ever sponsor the people that need to be sponsored because you're going to feel like if you, you know, if I had a briefcase with $10,000, I was going to give away. That'd be really exciting. If I had a, 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 a briefcase that had bricks in it and, but somebody told me it was going to turn into $10,000. How many people do you think I would give that brief briefcase with bricks into, or I would give that to nobody. I wouldn't be excited about it. I wouldn't. So there, is there something inside of you that makes you hold back because you just don't really when you go to sponsor someone, you're like, ah, oh, they're probably not going to make it. 
they're probably not going to do very well. You know what? If you believe that and you're saying that in your head, then you are lacking integrity if you do sponsor them. If you genuinely think in your head, oh, this person is not going to make it, then why the heck are you offering it to them? Now, here's the solution. And some of you are scratching your head going, well, I don't get it. I, 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 we're supposed to offer it to everyone, right? Change the way you think. We came to a place where when we bring on a coach, when we offer coaching to somebody, we 100% every single time believe that they are going to blow this up and they have the opportunity to make as much money as they want and get freedom for their family and get time freedom and get a retirement and get out of debt and get a house. Whatever they have, they have every opportunity to do that. I, uh, one, Megan and I both 100% believe that every single time we sponsor somebody. Do you really believe that? If you don't, you will either not sponsor anybody or you are lacking integrity if you're giving people something you don't believe is going to work for them. You got to change this up here. Once you really believe that, and I'm not, I've had a whole lot of people come on and do crap, do nothing. But you know what? And I've been tempted to stop hoping and stop believing when I bring someone on and to get in this rut, especially after you bring on a series. You know, you have three, four, five coaches that do nothing. That's not an Optavia problem. That's their problem. And, you, and you, you're tempted to get in this rut of, of oh, they're, well, they're probably not going to do anything. And you tempt to hold back on, listen, I don't, I'm not afraid to hope. I'm not afraid to believe in people when they come on. Every single one, every single time. I genuinely believe that. Anybody can do this that comes on, okay? All right, enough said. I'm way over my time. I'm going to hand it over. Who's next here? Oh, we get a, a uh, the caboose, baby. The godfather of Optavia. It's not Dr. A. It's actually Corey Baker, folks. Corey? End us out, man, and then T and I will close it out. Awesome. Well, hey, Dan, I love that. I love just watching you do your thing, and that's so much of why we're successful is we're just following your footsteps. You know, I was thinking about this this morning as I was working out. Um, did you know that you can have a completely different life five years from now, if that's what you want? I started program five years ago tomorrow. Tomorrow? Five years ago, I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I was a miserable dude. I wasn't a very good dad. Didn't know I could coach. Didn't know I could earn some income. And a whole lot has changed for me in five years, and it can for you too. You know, I think there's some of us that are watching this training, and, and you're finding yourself being a little bit overwhelmed, which can I just tell you that for most of us, if you find that you're overwhelmed with coaching, it's not coaching that you're overwhelmed with. It's most likely your life. You feel that life is a bit overwhelming and you hear all these things and you're like, man, I just, I got, I got so much to do in order to make things um, happen. And I, and I will say this, I don't believe that most people are overwhelmed because they have too much to do. They are overwhelmed because of the battle that they allow to take place in their heads. Right? Some of us are trying to run our business like a game of ping pong that we're playing with ourselves. Right? I want you to try, if you ever played ping pong, imagine trying to play ping pong against yourself. All right, you're on one end of the, of the table and you hit the ball and you got to run over and get the ball and hit it back. And there's some of us that are doing that in our head by thinking, outthinking ourselves and being like, man, I got to do all this stuff. But if I do all this stuff, then this is going to happen. And then, you know, you kind of 
waffle back and forth between what it would look like to give everything you got and then counting the cost of what that's going to take. And you just, some of you have been playing that battle for a long, long time. And part of the reason why your business is not where you want it to be is because of the battle you're allowing to take place and you're, paying, you're playing ping pong with yourself. And I will just tell you this, as we get done with this amazing six-week camp that we've been on, the space camp journey, I think you owe it to yourself to see what All In looks like for this next season. You owe it to yourself to see what that look like, looks like. You know what I've learned in my life, and I don't think this is any sort of rocket science? The most miserable people on this planet are the ones that know exactly what to do, but don't do it. They have the roadmap that Mike was, Mike was talking about. They know how to do social media. They know what a map is. They're just not doing it. The most miserable people on planet Earth are the ones that know exactly. Some of you are more miserable now since you started coaching than you were before. Because you, before, you didn't think that the freedom you wanted was possible. Now you know it is, but it seems far away. And, I, and I'm wondering if the reason why that is is not because you lack the talent. It's not because you lack the ability. It's not because the, the farm is fished out. It's because you're playing ping pong with yourself and you're exhausted. You know, I truly believe that the people in this business that will grow the biggest businesses, that will change thousands and thousands of lives and give you the freedom that you are aching for is on the other side of making a decision to tell your story to as many people as possible. Right? That's, that's what it's going to take, right? Those people that simply make a decision and stay in action over time will have a bigger business than those that start coaching with a big network or a big weight loss story. You know, I'm, you don't got a big network, so you don't have a big weight loss story. Can I tell you something? You do not lack the talent to do this. You don't. And, and first of all, if you're going to move forward with this, we need to stop looking at what we don't have. Listen, we're, you and I, I'm not in competition with Mike. I'm not in competition with Tiffany. Nobody's in competition with anybody. But if it was a competition, all right? If this was a competition, then make it that you are really, really good at having a willingness to talk to as many people as it takes, as hearing no as many times as it takes, for as long as it takes consistently. Someone else may have a bigger weight loss story than you, but they will not have a bigger business than you if you are more consistent than what they are. The number one thing that is standing in the way of you and the business that you want is a willingness to make a decision and just do it and refuse to allow your emotions to control whether you do it or whether you don't. I have to ask it a simple question and that is this. Have you decided that you are going to do this or are you already giving yourself outs? Well, I'm going to go all in for a couple months and just see what happens. Giving yourself outs. 
Are you deciding that this is going to happen or are you giving yourself out? So like, so I wish I could look into the eyes of the few thousand people that are watching right now, but I will just tell you one thing. And that is this, you can do this. You can do this. You are capable. And it does not matter if you believe this or not. It does not matter if you think you can. Can I be honest? I want to tell you a story for the last two minutes and I'm done. I'm a mess. Right? My, my commitment to my health, my health journey over the summer sucked. I ate what I wanted most of the time. I didn't work out very much. It sucked. I made a decision a couple of weeks ago to go all in with what that looks like for me. You know, I, I'm, I've been scared of the gym my whole life. And the reason that I'm scared of the gym is because I was, I was in high school. It's a stupid story. I was in high school, and I was I'm never a strong guy. I was always really scrawny, really weak. And I was doing this workout where you bench the bar as many times as you could, 45 pounds. And at some point, your arms get tired. And I got to the spot where I was like 50 or 60 reps in, and I could not lift the bar anymore. And when I had done that, a bunch of girls walked in, and I heard them say, I could lift the bar. Why can't he? That's a dumb story. But I will tell you, that messed with me for a long time. Because I was like, I'm just this guy that's never going to be strong. And I allowed that to really control my emotion for a long, long time long, long time. So I made a decision a few weeks ago that I'm going to do this. I had hired trainers before, but you know, I, I would work out and I would just be exhausted. I would need more breaks than possible. So I made a decision. I'm, I'm working out every day. I'm, I'm staying accountable with it. And yesterday I was in working out with my trainer and he said, dude, what's different about you? And so what are you talking about? He goes, usually by this time in the workout, you're asking me for another break. I don't know if you knew this or not, but you just deadlifted 30 more pounds than you've ever done in your life and you just asked if you could do another set. And I just said, I don't even know. And you know what he said to me? He said, you are capable of far more than you give yourself credit for. And so are you. You know, the craziest thing is happening to me. For the first time in 39 years, Working out is turning into some of the best parts of my day. The parts that I look forward to more than anything else. Why? Because I made a decision to love it. And I fell in love with the results that I can't even see yet. So much that it forced me to do something I didn't want to do because I knew that that was my ticket forward. So I will just tell you this. The thing in your life in your business that you are most avoiding is almost guaranteed to be the ticket to the life and business you want and you know it. So friggin' do it. Because the person that you know you can be is on the other side. Make a decision and do it. Thanks, Dan. Well, uh, I'm going to give it one more wow for the last time in this uh, base camp. Uh, great stuff, Corey. So good. The quote of the day, just friggin' do it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love your heart, Corey, and your transparency. So this brings us to the end 
of the base camp. And here's the thing, and then I'll throw it over to Tia for any last words that she has. But I know I'm seeing the chat. We got to do another one. We got to continue this. Add some more weeks. I love this. I love this. I love this. Yeah. But keeping with our analogy of a base camp, I bet the base camp's a lot of fun. It's pretty safe too. There's all the food you want. You can breathe pretty well. It's pretty exciting. But at some point, the purpose of the base camp is to go up the mountain. And it is, it sucks. You, you, unless you've really decided you're going to do it, you probably don't even look forward to it. And when you get out there, you're going, why did I do this? Well, that's where we are, guys. We would be doing a disservice if we just all hung out in base camp and had a good old kumbaya inspirational time and didn't go up the mountain. So it's time now for you, for me, no matter where you're at in this business, there's a better you and a better business that you can pursue. It's time for all of us to gear up and start climbing. Tia? Yes. We see you, you can do this, and you're not alone. We are gonna summit this mountain together. We're gonna summit this, this one and only life, like Megan Meg Valentine always says, this one and only life, we're gonna do it full out. You committed over the last six weeks. Why don't you commit the next six weeks to meeting up with uh, your community every Saturday morning, going on a power walk, going on a run, meet for a boot camp. I don't know, like go create this in your local community because people need to see your eyeballs and see that they are not alone. You can do this, but most of us need someone like that reached out to us, our coach that said, I see you and you're not alone. We designed this base camp for you, for you to get breakthrough, for you to wake up. Now it's your job to stay awake. I wrote a manifesto for my life that I want to share with you because I had to break up with the word enough. I had to break up with the word struggle. I had to break up with the word worthy. I chose to become a contender. I chose to become a fear kicker. I am a chain breaker. I am a freedom bringer. I am a runner. I am a world changer in this world. Are those the words you're saying about yourself? Don't sit around saying, I'm enough, I'm enough, I'm enough. Just break up with it. Don't sit around and say, oh, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. Break up with the word. Decide to become a contender. Decide to be a chain breaker for the generations to come. I don't know about you, but I think about my great-grandchildren and what they're going to say about me. That they will not have the same things, that they, they will ha not have to nav navigate the things I'm navigating. Because we have set a foundation for them to really thrive in their life. So I want to end with this because we are summiting this mountain and you are going to need to stay committed, just like Corey said, committed to the process. Here's the thing, my friends, fear is our enemy and it's always going to come up and we have to lean into it. We've got to feel the fear and do it anyway because on the other side of us reaching out is breakthrough for someone else, is breakthrough for ourselves. And here's how we're gonna move through it, is we're gonna stand united against it because fear lies. And how do we drown it out? Through our courage. Fear is always gonna love the status quo. It's gonna try to keep you right here. But we break through because we are the contenders. 
fighting forward. We are the dreamers giving voice to our wildest visions. We are the way makers and the risk takers blazing trails for all generations. Do you hear this, my friends? We are the chain breakers unleashing freedom in the world. We are the doers that know that the best time for action is always right now. Don't think about making that call. Get off this freaking Zoom and go make that call. Someone needs to know that you're thinking about them, that you care about them. And here's what we know, is change is on the other side of our fear. That dream that you have behind your eyes, I don't see behind your eyes, you see behind there. Let's bring it. Your energy, your commitment to do things afraid is gonna bring that into reality. I know that for each one of these people on the Zoom today, I've watched them kick fear in the face every day, choose to live life unapologetically, choose to do the hard things like Corey showing up, working out every day. I've been in that journey with you, Corey. My summer sucked in my health and wellness, but I committed just like Corey, and you can do this. And every day we're going to choose to kick fear in the face. Dan, thank you for partnering up with this, um, with this base camp. Um, I'm really excited for who's going to be here at Transformational Business Summit. Let's get you qualified. I want you here because I believe there's amazing, amazing growth for your business. And we always know that um, breakthrough happens in community. So that's what I got, Dan. I love it, Tia. That's a perfect ending. I'll just say this last thing. We love all you and uh, we'll see you at the top. Bye now. Bye.